0: wow i am so excited that i get to talk about fear and prayer with you all a couple of years ago i had the opportunity to meet a new side of me the side of me that i met was an intercessor that's right i learned that i had a duty and responsibility of praying for others an intercessor simply means a person who intervenes on behalf of another especially by prayer. With this duty, that meant that I would be asked to pray out loud sometimes. It happened at a strange moment one day after church. I was standing in a prayer circle, and my best friend had just finished praying for me. Suddenly, I felt a strong urge by the Holy Spirit to begin praying for her after she had finished praying for me. As I began praying for her, I prayed with such power. Surprisingly, I did not know that I was even capable of being used by God in that way. It's like Cherie as I had always known her had disappeared at that moment to do the work of the Lord that he was calling me to do in that moment. Several witnesses were around when this happened. They recognized that it was a move from the Holy Spirit The next day, I was invited to join the intercessory prayer team. I was asked to pray, but there was just one issue. I had a tough time praying out loud. I avoided it at all costs. It felt forced, and I did not know always what to say. It was almost like something was, keeping a muzzle on my mouth whenever it was time for me to pray so people saw you know god used me as me and my best friend prayed that day and i was invited to join the intercessory prayer team so they seen the intercessor on the inside of me and they immediately wanted me to join the team but they didn't know that it was a deeper root that was trying to hinder me from opening opening up my mouth to pray out loud in front of others and to pray for others. They didn't know that what I really wrestled with was this the, the the spirit of fear. And so it felt so forced and I did not always know the things to say in prayer. And as time went on and my relationship with the Lord grew I began to participate in prayer groups occasionally. So although you know I wrestled Then with the spirit of fear, I knew that if I wanted to get over this, that I should participate and be around other people who are mature in that area so that they too can help me. I was so self-conscious. I seldomly spoke up, and when I did, I paid way too much attention to how others was praying or or how I thought I must sound to them. And so when I went to the prayer groups, I would always focus so much attention on how that person was praying and how this person was praying and how that person prayed with confidence and boldness and how that person knew all the right words to say. Missing the whole point of the matter was they were once where I was too. You know, some of them were once where I was as well. You know, some of them had been doing this way longer than I had. Some of them, you know, had was trained in the same manner that I was being trained in that moment. And I think at that particular moment, I lost focus. I lost focus because it shifted from going to the prayer groups because I know this will help me to, oh my gosh, intimidation. And so that became a whole nother issue and a whole nother fear um, on its own. And so I was paying way too much attention to how others pray. While I thought this reaction was normal among new Christians, I was like, okay, I'm new, you know, to my relationship with Christ. I'm new to this prayer thing. You know, maybe this is normal when you first come in. But the feeling that I felt, it it continued on for several years. I began to examine the root of what I was feeling like I really had to do a self-examination because all of the things that I was feeling it was almost like stunting my growth with God what I was dealing with was a fear of praying in front of others and if you know anything about fear fear is a principality so the Bible tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities powers uh, rulers of this darkness of age, uh, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places, principalities, powers. So when you when you hear prin- when I hear principalities, I instantly think of principal, right? The principal of a school. And the principal of the school, you know, that's the person who runs everything. That's the person who uh is above the teachers. That's the person who sends out orders. That's the that's the person who tells the teachers what to do. They they rule, they're the principal, right? And so that's the thing with fear. When I was feeling this spirit of fear, uh I was experiencing panic attacks. I was experiencing anxiety. I was experiencing uh um if depression and all of these things, because fear had such a, a, a halt on me. There were days where it sent, it, it, it tried to send me into like a depression because I would ask questions like, am I always going to be this way, man, am I ever going to get over this? Uh, uh, Lord, why, why are you taking me through this? And so I would ask, sometimes I would cry. And so it was like trying to allow depression to take over. But before I go any further, I want to discuss with you what exactly is prayer. So, prayer is our direct line with heaven. Prayer is a communication method that allows us to talk to God. He wants us to interact with Him. Like a regular phone call. Cell phones and other devices have become a need for some people today. We have headset devices, iPhones, Skype, you name it. These are forms of communication that allow two or more people to interact, discuss, and respond to one another. We have the privilege of praying by ourselves or with other believers. We are called to pray for one another, it is the responsibility of the believer. We are told to pray for one another in James chapter 5 verse 16. This text is informing us that when we pray for one another, we are healed. It is referencing praying in faith for those who are sick. The remainder of the New Testament makes it clear that there is a Christian responsibility to pray for one another. Throughout the book of Thessalonians the Apostle Paul implores brothers pray for us 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 25 and 2nd Thessalonians chapter 3 verses 1 his letters to the church reflect his prayers for them you can see Ephesians chapter 1 verses 15 through 23 and Colossians chapter 1 verses 9 through 14 Jesus also asked for the prayers of Peter James and John in the garden of Gethsemane in Matthew so If we talk about fear and we begin to discuss what it is, why are people so afraid of praying out loud? Why is there an uncomfortable moment when you decide whether to pray before a meal or whether to open your mouth, uh, open your meeting with a prayer? When a group leader asks for a volunteer to lead the prayer, why does everyone or most people idly look down at their feet and hope someone else will be picked? Because there's a present fear of praying out loud, and so I can think about even when our professor, Dr. Veach, she asks, she may ask from time to time for someone to open us up in prayer, or for someone to close us up out in prayer, and so now I'm always. Uh, not all the time because you want to give others an opportunity but for the most part if nobody wants to pray I'll step up and pray and it's not because I want to be seen it's not because I want to say look what I can do but it's because I know where I was a couple of years ago it's because I know that I used to be that person when somebody would ask for prayer I would prayer I would oddly look down or I would oddly say one second I gotta go to the bathroom y'all go ahead and pray you know I would oddly try to avoid it in any way possible and so now because I've conquered that and it's a constant conquer I have to constantly you know I'm gonna say punch the devil in his face because you know when we when we when we're saying you know that fear is a spirit we know that's not of God right so I have to constantly punch the devil in his face and say you know I'm not afraid of you Fear not the fear, as my dad is saying. Fear not the fear. Fear, I'm not afraid of you. And so I punch him in the face by every time somebody asks for a prayer, I'm quickly and excitingly um, able and willing to pray for them. And that's what God wants, is willing vessels. So fear is primarily seen as a psychological issue. It starts in the mind where it lives and grows, if it is not removed. But fear is also a spiritual issue. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Wait, let's talk about this scripture for a minute. God has not given us the spirit of fear. So right there, that shows me whenever I feel... Uh If someone or whenever I would feel the, the spirit of fear, that is not coming down from my father, right? The th- This scripture goes on to tell us that the spirits that he give us is power, a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind, it means the same mind. That means my thoughts are not running rapid. That means I should have a sound, peaceful mind, right? I love to say with this scripture um fearless powerful loving and sensible fearless powerful loving and sensible is what i am fear is not something that god gives us the bible tells us in james 1 and 17 every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of heavenly lights everything good is from the lord And everything wicked and evil is from the pits of hell. The intentions of the spirit of fear are clear. It aims to keep one bound from achieving the destiny that God has on their life. In layman terms, the spirit of fear keeps you from flourishing and being your best self. It keeps you from living a joyful spirit-led existence where you give to others out of the overflow of God's love in your life. It will keep you awake with nightmares. It will keep you from leaving your residence or overcoming past emotional and physical hurts. Fear will all around paralyze you if you allow it. I begin to think where the spirit of fear entered my life. I thought back to my childhood and I realized I struggled with this fear as a child. A lot of people would identify me as shy. They would say, "Ah, oh, you know, that's the shy, little shy, she, 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 she. they would say that back then. Uh, they would say that, but they didn't know what they were seeing was the spirit of fear because I did not know how to deal with that spirit. It grew into my adulthood and especially paralyzed me when it came to my prayer life. But that's where deliverance comes in. I thank God. I praise his name for deliverance because they identify me as shy, and I believe with everything in me because they um identify me as that. They were speaking and planting those negative seeds over my life, right? The Bible says, "Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof." And the Bible also tells us, "No weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against us, we shall condemn. We shall condemn it, right?" I was not condemning those tongues that was being spoken over my life. Every time somebody called me shy, I should have been rebuking it. But I was, you know, I was a child. I guess I should say my parents should have been rebuking it. But they did, I guess it was going over their head. So now God has changed my name. I have went from shy and fearful to bold and confident. He's changed my name. And I give our glory to God, and so now I know that whenever somebody speaks something over me that's contrary to what my heavenly father says, or contrary to what the word of God says, I instantly rebuke them. I instantly say, No, the devil is a liar. You know, I instantly say that's not who I am. My bet I give you a great example. My best friend, um, I used to be an overthinker, past tense used to be God again changed my name. I used to be this overthinker. And all of those things were stemming from the root of fear, if I could be honest. Those were just everything stemming from fear, anxiety, and all of those things. Um, and, And my best friend, she would constantly remind me how much I used to be an overthinker. And so now, because I know God has delivered me from that... I'll say, hey, 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 that's not who I am anymore. And so what I am is I'm condemning the tongue that she's speaking over me so that it does not take root. Amen. So praying is important. Praying out loud in groups can increase your faith. All it takes is some practice and motivation. Here are some reasons why you should pray out loud in front of others and how to get started. Like anything, practice, practice, practice. We practice behind the scenes to get better for those moments when we are in public. It is uncomfortable to be asked to pray for people and not know what words to say. And so when I say not know what words to say, you won't always know every word you're about to say in prayer, right? But you should at least have a foundation. There are times I'm asked to pray for somebody I won't always know what's getting ready to come out of my mouth because that's where trust comes in. I'm trusting God to satisfy my mouth with good things as his word says. I'm trusting God to give me the tongue of the learned. I'm trusting God that I'm getting ready to open my mouth with wisdom and the teachings of kindness will be on my tongue as his word says. And so I had to, when you, when you go to pray, it's a trust thing, but you should at least have a foundation. So foundation is what I'm referring to when you're asked to pray. And I say you should at least know uh, some of what you're going to say. No, you will not know every word verbatim, but you should at least have the foundation. Praying out loud privately helps us get comfortable with the sound of our voice repetition gives us the confidence to approach god in public if we expect others to serve the lord we should set an example through our relationship with jesus in the book of matthew 18 and 20 it says for where two or three gathers in my name there i am with them when you pray with others and in front of others that is an invitation to invite the lord in when you unashamedly confess Jesus as your Savior, the enemy's grip on your problems loses its power. Praying out loud is an eternal decision, speaking a bold declaration that Jesus sits on the throne high above any fear. I can re- remember when my best friend told me that your, your fear of God has to be greater than your fear of fear itself. And so that was like an instant game changer for me. It's like that was the beginning of my transformation when I heard those words. I was like, man, I've been, I don't want to say I idolized fear at that time when I was struggling with it, but I had idolized it because I was allowing it, I was allowing my fe- the fear of fear itself to be greater than the fear of God at that time and so when I heard that I had to shift my mind to tell myself what I'm not going to do is allow um this fear to be greater than my fear of God I choose to fear God and choosing to fear God means I'm not going to allow the enemy to or the spirit of fear to keep a muzzle on my mouth to keep the words from coming out of my mouth because when they would ask me to pray prime example When I was asked to pray, I would make every excuse in the world. I would not come to intercessory prayer, all of these things, because I knew they would ask me to pray. And so I was running from it. I was running from it. And so God was calling me to pray. And I would feel so bad for not going. He was calling me to go. But because I was... uh, allowing fear to rule over me at that time, I didn't do what God was saying. And so I had to shift and allow my fear God, my reverence for God. When I say fear God, I mean my reverence. That means God, I honor your word and I honor what you're saying. I honor what you're calling me to do. And if you're calling me to pray for others, if you're calling me to pray out loud, then I'll do that. But what the spirit of fear wanted to do was keep this was keep a muzzle on my mouth. You know, like the dog, when you don't want it to bite or you don't want it to bark, it's a muzzle. And so it was trying to keep a muzzle on my mouth because the spirit of fear recognized that when I opened up my mouth, the times that I did pray out loud, people would come and say, Man, Sharice, you bless me. You know, you hit a spot on the nose. And it wasn't me. It was the Holy Spirit using me. And so the, the spirit of fear didn't want those people to be... Healed. It didn't want those people to be edified. Uh, the Bible tells us that our gifts are for edifying the body of Christ. And so the, the spirit of fear recognized when Sharice opens her mouth, when God uses Sharice, man, people are healed. The body is edified. People leave with a different mindset. So it knew if it kept a muzzle in my mouth that people would not be changed and transformed. And so where do you begin with your prayer life? It starts in your alone time. Praying for others may seem difficult when you're not used to doing it. Therefore, try and get in private where no one is present may be beneficial. This can be done in a car, on your way to a destination where you're alone, no matter if this is your first time or you hit a rut in your prayer life. All it takes is practice. It gets more relaxed and more natural the more you pray out loud. And so what I can say about that. Uh, when I began building my foundations and when I began really asking God to come into my prayer life, come into my life overall, into allowing God's love to flood out all fear, I had to start in my quiet time. And so with that, it took me getting up. It took me seeking God in my uh, secret place. It took me uh, praying when when nobody was looking. It took me record. I sometimes I would record myself on my phone just to see, you know, to get myself comfortable, get myself comfortable. Uh, I was getting myself comfortable with hearing myself. That was a goal. I knew if I, because that used to be a thing too. I never wanted to hear myself speak, but now I'm a public speaker, right? So I have to hear myself. So now I'm more comfortable, glory to God, with hearing myself. So, yep, I will record myself. I would just put my phone down and I would just pray. I would walk around my house and I would just pray and I would make it intimate meaning I would just talk like it was just me and my father. So when my time came, I had already been training in private, right? When you think about a boxing match, the boxing, the boxer doesn't just get in the ring and say, oh, I'm here. The boxer has been training for weeks, if not months at a time, before getting in the ring to fight his opponent, and that's what I had to do. If I was going to go up against the spirit of fear... I had to get in training. So when I got in the ring, I could just knock his head off. (laughs) So it starts in your alone time. Praying for others may seem difficult when you're not used to doing it. Therefore, trying it in private where no one is present may be beneficial. This can even be done, you know, like I said, in your car, your alone time, anywhere. Uh, I used to pray on my way to work. So it can be done anywhere. No matter if this is your first time. Uh, and and there will be times where you may feel like you know you're doing good, and then you hit a rut. Meaning, you may feel like you're in a dry place. You have to push past that, push past it, push past it. I can't tell you how many times I've had to push past it. Still have to press through. It's like a it's an everyday fight. We're on the battlefield. It's an everyday. So, if you find yourself in that place where you feel like you're going through a season of prayerlessness, you instantly pluck up that seed and begin to push through because God has called us to a place of prayer, and all it takes is practice to get relaxed. So, one thing I like to use that has really helped me is the Axe model. And so, when I spoke of foundation, this was the foundation that i really used that really helped me ax model that's a dot c dot t dot s it's an acronym and the a stands for adoration the c stands for confession the t stands stands for thanksgiving and the s stands for supplication so adoration means praising god for who he is Confession means confessing your sins and asking for his forgiveness, thanksgiving, thanking God for his protection and provision, supplication, and appeal to God making your requests known. And so this is an example. I'm going to give an example of what an axe model or axe foundation would sound like. Hallelujah, God. We honor you. We thank you. God, I send up adoration um, during this afternoon. God, I I adore you. I just want to tell you I love you. And God, before I go any further, God, I want to come before you with a repentant heart, God. I ask for forgiveness, Father, of all my wrongdoings, God. I ask for forgiveness, God, of anything I may have said, done, or thought that was not of you, Father. Father, I confess that sin right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I just thank you, God. Yeah. I thank you, Lord, for being such a merciful, God. I thank you, God, that you are a kind God that forgives my every sin, God. God, I thank you, God, that you're washing me and cleansing me, God, and you're helping me to turn away and to never go back, God, to those things, God, that are not of you. And Father, I just pray right now, God, that you continue to be with me, God, that you continue to be with me, God, as I finish school, God, that you continue to be with me, God, as I finish this uh, podcast, Father, I pray, God, that it blesses so many people. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that somebody hears this and they're changed, God. Father, I pray, God, that They will even feel the anointing, God, and it will overflow into their lives, God, that they will feel the love, the power, the grace, God, that rests upon this podcast. God, I don't want none of the glory, but Father, I pray, God, that you get all of the glory. God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, I pray, God, that that my teacher will be pleased, God, and, and my peers will be pleased, God, with this message that I'm sending out, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. So that was a great example of an axe, uh, the foundation of using the axe model. Another thing that you can do is make a prayer list. Um, that that's something that I find myself doing a lot. That is very helpful. Create a pr- prayer list. It is helpful to write down what you want to pray about before you get started. So that's another foundation. So you have the X model as one foundation, and then you have the prayer list, right? So I tend to ask God what He wants me to pray for, and I make a list and find scriptures to match what I'm praying for. For example, if I if it's my turn to pray. Um, On the prayer line or a corporate prayer, I'll pray and I'll say, God, please show me what it is you want me to pray for. And normally he'll give me things that the people in that audience, that particular audience needs to hear. And so I'll write down. I try to do no more than two to three, three max, three. You know, you never want to feed on too much because you're going to have to remember these things. And so I make a list and then I'll find at least one to two scriptures to match those, uh, the things that God has given me to pray for. And so I'll feed on that all week before I'm up to pray and not all the time when you have time to do that. But you know, if you do, you know, preparation is important. A journal is a good way to keep track of your prayers, to encourage your faith, take it a step further and mark the date your prayers are answered or follow up with an entry about God's alternate plan. And so that will also encourage you to when you see your prayers answered, you know you see the date that god answered you know that will help strengthen your faith so what about the bible that is very important to prayer to tell god what he said i love to tell god what he said as i'm praying um, that's very important to me you read scripture out loud Find scriptures that pertain to prayer, fear, and confidence. Anything to go with prayer, fear, and confidence will be great scriptures to constantly pray over your life to help you overcome the spirit of fear of praying out loud. There is no time limit on prayer. None. Do not get caught up in the length of your prayers and struggle to come up with words to fill the silence. We call those prayer fillers. So sometimes um, when people don't always feel like they know what to say, they may find prayer fillers and they'll keep saying stuff like, um, and um, and uh <laughs> So there is no command on how long your prayer should be. Matthew 6 and 7. This this was a scripture that really blessed me and helped me um, not to compare myself to others. It says, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. God sees the heart of your prayers. Do not try to stretch your prayers because of time. Doing so is unnecessary and unpleasing to God. Because he's saying that you don't have to have a lot of words. And so even when I'm praying now, and this comes with growing um, and building your relationship and building and strengthening your hearing, I will listen to God for when he wants me to bring it in. I may hear God say, all right, that's enough, bring it in, you know, as I'm praying. And what he's saying is, if you keep going, now you're praying out of flesh. So anytime I'm praying, it's never Sharice, it's me, it's it's the Holy Spirit using me. And so I don't never want to pray out of flesh, because when you're praying out of flesh, that's when you get to stumbling. That's when you get to saying, mm, and I got to use, you know, and people have to use prayer fillers. So you always want to be led by God so if i can encourage anything be you pray like you god created you to communicate uniquely do not get caught up in trying to say the best things do not fall into the trap of using fancy christian terms that you may hear others say by praying like the next person prayer is designed to be a personal conversation with god like you would have between friends and family let go of the thought of how you think you should pray and just be you don't be like me remember earlier i said i was intimidated by others be you. Worship. This is very key for me. I'm a worshiper. The Bible says they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Excuse me, put on worship music. I found that worship was a primary icebreaker for me before praying. Take that time to invite the presence of God where you are and just worship. The songs that worship, the songs of that worship, I'm The words of that worship song will begin to minister to you. And you may start praying and thanking God even in that moment of just hearing that song. You are an overcomer. Before I end, I want you to know that you are an overcomer. I defeated the spirit of fear. Not I, but God uh, God defeated the the spirit of fear off of my life. And I'm just forever grateful. Um, Prayer changes things. But it changes us more. Prayer can pivot a problem faster than a phone call to a friend. Praying out loud can transform what we believe and how we act when trouble comes. When you choose to pray out loud and not be fearful, you are declaring victory by faith. By me continually practicing praying for others and myself, along with the determination to honor God and bless others through prayer, I eventually got over this fear. If I feel fear... Trying to creep in, I remind myself that it is only a conversation with my heavenly daddy. And if I worry about how my words sound to other people, that becomes a distraction. I now am one of the leaders of the prayer ministry, and I spend my spare time helping others to overcome the same fear I once had. If I, overcome, if I overcame the fear of praying out loud in front of others, so can you. You are an overcomer. And so when you are delivered from the spirit of fear... And the fear print praying out loud, seal every door so that the enemy can never enter in again. And you do that by constantly speaking life over yourself, by constantly praying against the spirit of fear. I'm so proud of you and I celebrate your victory now because you are going to overcome.